What is up guys? It is Quinn here back with another fantasy football rankings video. So yesterday I went through my top 24 running backs. Today it's time to talk about my top 24 wide receivers. So going through my rankings, talk a little bit about each player. And then on the graphic, there's either going to be like a plus number, a minus number, or no number. This is where I have these players relative to consensus. So I'm going to be using a fantasy pros consensus ADP. So if it says like plus one, that means I'm one spot higher uh, on that player. If it's minus, obviously one spot lower. If it's nothing, means I'm right on par with consensus. While you guys are watching, if you're enjoying the content, do me a huge favor, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. That really helps me out a ton. But let's just jump right into the rankings. And I'm not going to go super in depth on the first five players because as you can see, they are pretty locked into consensus. Number one, I have Cooper Cup. Number two, Justin Jefferson. Number three, Jamar Chase. Four, Devontae Adams. Number five, Stephon Diggs. So this is what I've seen typically. Cooper Cup is ranked almost locked in as number one wide receiver for basically everyone. Then you have this tier of Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. You could flip those guys. Personally, I prefer Justin Jefferson just because I think he's guaranteed more targets. I think the volume is going to be there, whereas Jamar Chase relies more on some of those big plays. And then you at 4-5, you have Devontae Adams and Stephon Diggs. I feel like Diggs, you kind of know what you're getting out of him because you've seen him on the Bills for two years. For me, I just think Devontae Adams is the best wide receiver in the NFL, and I think he's going to still find success here with the Raiders. So I have him at number four. Now where we start you know, getting some disagreement from consensus. At number six, I have Debo Samuel. For me, even though we don't know a ton, like is he locked in with the 49ers? What's the quarterback situation there? Is he going to be a wide back? I really don't think it matters. If Debo Samuel plays for the 49ers, he's going to ball out. If you look at the first half of last year, before they switched him to the like wide back position, he was still very, very successful. He was actually, you know, almost just as successful as he was when they switched him to running back. Plus, he's going to be, you know, more dependable, less injury risk if he's just playing the wide receiver position. And then if he gets traded, which I feel like at this point is pretty unlikely, I still think he is going to absolutely ball out. So I really like him here at wide receiver six. And I've seen him fall like mid, late second round. If he's going late second round, I am all over that price for Debo Samuel. Here at number seven, I have Mike Evans, one spot higher on him than consensus. For me, the more kind of less optimistic I am that uh, Chris Godwin will return at the start of the season, the higher I get on Mike Evans. Because if Mike Evans is locked in as the top dog in this offense, that is a very, very valuable role to have. He basically seems like a lock to finish as a wide receiver one. His floor is probably like a high-end wide receiver two. So I really like Mike Evans up here at number seven. I actually have moved C.D. Lamb up in my rankings. I've kind of been lower on him all offseason, and I actually still am lower on him than consensus. Two spots lower. For me, you will still not catch me drafting C.D. Lamb as like an early second round pick. I will definitely not be paying for him at that price, but the more you look at this Cowboys you know, weapons room, the wide receiver position is really just a question mark. Is Michael Gallup going to be ready week one? We don't know. Even if they spread the ball around, I do think we can project CeeDee Lamb to take a really solid jump. So I would take him back into the second. I'm still not taking him early second round for a wide receiver who hasn't proven he's anything more than a low-end wide receiver too, but I am expecting a jump, so he will move up in my rankings. Number nine, I have Tyreek Hill. This is really a situation of just loving the player. 
and not being totally sure what we're going to see on offense. I just trust that Mike McDaniels will get Tyreek Hill the ball, let him make big plays. If he has the ball in his hands, good things are going to happen. Number 10, I have Deontay Johnson. I've actually moved him down a few slots. At some point, if I have Deontay Johnson ranked at like number seven and he's being drafted, you know, as like a mid to maybe even back end wide receiver two on some platforms, it just doesn't make sense for me to have him that highly because you should just not be drafting him there if you can get him a round or two later than where I would personally take him. So I still have him as a wide receiver one. I feel like there's just this very weird kind of feeling here with Deontay Johnson where you have these really talented wide receivers who are on teams with poor quarterback situations. Guys that come to mind like Terry McLaurin, DJ Moore, and all we say about these guys is if they had the right quarterback, if they could be with one of the top guys, they would be wide receiver ones. We saw Deontay Johnson in a bad quarterback situation finish as a top 10 fantasy football wide receiver. And it's like people just don't care about that. Like Big Ben was bad. And maybe Deontay Johnson had extra volume because of that, but it held him back in a lot of other areas. It held him back in efficiency. It held him back in touchdown upside. So the problem is he's not really getting a massive upgrade. Like we're going to Trubisky, we're going to Pickett. So maybe the volume's not there, but then, you know, the efficiency and the touchdowns aren't there either. But if we're looking at these wide receivers with not great quarterback situations, why am I drafting players who have never proven they could be a wide receiver one with a bad quarterback over someone like Deontay Johnson, who just showed us last season. So I'm still very, very high on Deontay Johnson, even if I don't have him at like number seven, like I think I did in my last set of rankings. Here at 11, I have Keenan Allen, actually one spot lower than consensus, but I really like Keenan Allen, probably the safest like back end wide receiver you are going to find. You know exactly what you're going to get out of him. This is a great Chargers offense. So a very solid wide receiver one. And then at number 12, I have T Higgins. Even though he's likely the number two on his own team, the man just continues to produce. This offense has made solid improvements, and I would not be shocked at all if T. Higgins improved on his impressive 2021. Here at number 13, I went with Michael Pittman. Just keeps rising up my rankings. I really think Pittman can make a solid jump this year. I think the move from Carson Wentz to Matt Ryan is going to be big for this Colts offense. He has no target competition. He will continue to get better as a player. So I'm very high on Michael Pittman heading into the season. Number 14, a player I'm pretty low on. It is going to be A.J. Brown, four spots lower on him than consensus. For me, this is just a situation fade. I think A.J. Brown is incredibly talented, but I just do not like his fit here with the Eagles. You have a team that needs to support a decent amount of weapons and a quarterback who's not going to give you a ton of passing volume. This is going to be a run-first team. You know, we may see those pass attempts bumped up a little bit from like the end of last year, but actually like mid-season, they switched uh, play callers. And so you saw a clear difference from when Sirianni handed off those duties. He was more pass heavy. They switch it. Then late in the season, very, very run heavy attack. Still feel like that's kind of the strength of this team. You want to use Jalen Hurts legs. So this is just a situation where I feel like we were always projecting AJ Brown to kind of take this leap. His one massive season He just had wild efficiency, and I just don't want to bet on that. I don't want to bet on him having like an 11-12 touchdown season on a team where Jalen Hurts, like, is he going to throw for 25 touchdowns? I don't know. I know he's going to run for a lot, so I'm just not totally sold here on A.J. Brown, and I definitely do not like him going like late second. I think that is way too early for him. 
at 15, Mike Williams. Apparently, I'm much higher on him than consensus. I know on underdog, I think he's actually going ahead of this. So fantasy pros, you know, the expert rankings, not big fans of Mike Williams. But you look back to last year, he was dominant early on in the season, very inconsistent. Personally, on like a week-to-week basis, I'm not super concerned about a guy's consistency. Just get me the points eventually. Fantasy becomes very random, but you just got to get to the playoffs. And then once you're in, it's a crapshoot. So I like Mike Williams. I think he can take a step forward. Him and Keenan Allen are going to be the focal points of this uh, Chargers passing attack. You throw in Austin Eckler in there. I just think this offense is going to feast. And Mike Williams is going to have a very strong season. Number 16, I have DK Metcalf just buying into the talent here. The situation is not good, but I think he's just a wildly talented wide receiver, and he's going to produce no matter who is throwing him the ball. Number 17, I have Jalen Waddell. Apparently, I'm slightly lower on him than consensus. Very talented player, just not exactly sure how he's going to fit into this Dolphins offense. Can this Dolphins offense support like two top 15 guys with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell? I'm just not sure, so that's why he's at number 17, but just still a very talented weapon. And then number 18, I have Terry McLaurin. Apparently, I'm much higher on him than consensus. Kind of surprising because I didn't really think that would be the case. Honestly, from like number 18 on, I feel like you could have these guys in a lot of different orders. It's kind of tough when we get to this point, which is why I think wide receiver is so solid. Like in rounds three, four, five, you have all these dudes clumped together and you're kind of just going to have your pick at which player you like in that range. For me, It sounds kind of crazy, but Carson Wentz is going to be the best quarterback that Terry McLaurin has played with. You know, it's kind of sad that we're saying that because Carson Wentz is definitely not a stud, but I think he can take a step and he really doesn't need to have this like wide receiver one finish. I know some people are kind of ranking him as like a borderline wide receiver one. I just don't think we can do that when we haven't seen that ceiling yet, but I think a mid-tier wide receiver two ranking is fair here for Terry. Number 19, I have Chris Godwin. I think the last set of rankings I did, I had him at like number 10, number 11. I think I was a little too optimistic about his ACL return, not only just when he returns, because I do think it's possible he's ready week one, but also like, is he going to be the same guy in year one right away? We are just not sure. If he misses a few weeks, obviously that's not ideal for fantasy. I think in general, like if Chris Godwin was fully healthy, I think I would have him ranked higher than consensus. So with this injury, I'm still higher uh, than consensus with him here. So I think he's like a mid to back end wide receiver too, because when he is healthy, when he's 100%, I think he is a top 10 fantasy guy. You know, if he was fully healthy, he'd probably be like number seven, number eight, number nine in that range. That is how confident I am in Chris Godwin. So there's definitely a risk there with that injury, but it's kind of one that I'm willing to take. Another player that I didn't really think I'd be so high on, but apparently I am, It is Allen Robinson, who I'm eight spots higher on than consensus. This is the range we're kind of getting into where you see some decent risk at the wide receiver position. You can definitely see the upside, but there is a lot of risk here. And the risk with Allen Robinson was that he did nothing last year. He did absolutely nothing. And it's not like no one did anything. Like Darnell Mooney was putting up decent production. Allen Robinson just straight up was not. But he goes to the Rams. He's going to be slotted into the wide receiver two. He doesn't have to be the guy that everyone's focusing on. That will obviously be Cooper Cup. So I think Allen Robinson still has some juice left in the tank. And I think he can definitely turn in a solid, you know, top 20 wide receiver season. 21, this is where I have Marquise Brown. Actually higher than consensus, according to uh, Fantasy Pros. 
Kind of thought I'd be lower uh, than consensus. I know I am in terms of underdog rankings. I think Marquise Brown is a solid back-end wide receiver too. He's probably going to ball out in the first six weeks without DeAndre Hopkins. But once D-Hop comes back, I feel like this is going to turn into a very, very crowded wide receiver room. You have A.J. Green in there. You have Rondell Moore. And then you like solid weapons elsewhere. James Conner at running back. Uh, Zach Ertz and Trey McBride at tight end. So you do have a lot of mouths to feed. But I think, you know, him and Kyler Murray obviously have chemistry from college. I think he's going to be really solid this year. Number 22, and actually through 24, all players I'm lower on than consensus. So 22, I have DJ Moore. For me, I just do not understand DJ Moore being picked as like a mid-tier wide receiver too. His ceiling in the NFL has been a mid-tier wide receiver too. Is there anything that we've seen this offseason that makes us believe that all of a sudden DJ Moore is going to jump up, have like wide receiver one potential? The quarterback situation is still terrible. There just hasn't been anything going on that makes me believe that DJ Moore will make that jump. I think he is a wildly talented player. I think he's a great wide receiver. If he went to a better situation, I think he could be a top five guy. Like I really believe that, but he's just not in that situation. So he's going to be a back end wide receiver too for me. Kind of like a uh, a high yearly floor, low yearly ceiling type of player in my eyes. And then at 23, I have Cortland Sutton. I know people are super high on these Broncos wide receivers. For me, I think I'm lower on both of them than consensus, but I do have uh, Cortland Sutton ahead of Jerry Judy, just because Sutton kind of struggled at times last year, especially with Judy on the field, but that also was his first year back from his ACL tear. If you look back to his best season, I mean, the man was kind of a stud, looked like he was on track to be like a top 12 fantasy wide receiver for the foreseeable future. That is just production that Jerry Judy has not had. So if I had to bet on one of these guys being the number one, it would be Sutton, but I'm not as locked in as a lot of other people are with these Broncos weapons. And then to wrap up these rankings here at 24, I have Amari Cooper. For me, this all comes down to the Deshaun Watson situation. If Deshaun Watson gets no suspension, which at this point I feel like is you know nearly 0%, then you could be talking about Amari Cooper at like 14, 15, like he would be that high. But if Deshaun Watson is not on the field, gets eight games, maybe even a year-long suspension, then I'm pretty out on Amari Cooper because we're more buying him as the wide receiver one of a top offense. If it's Jacoby Brissett at quarterback, I'm not buying into Amari Cooper. So here at 24, I feel like it's kind of a placeholder ranking because I do think he could fall lower if Deshaun Watson gets a big suspension and he'll obviously jump up if he somehow is not suspended or it's kind of a shorter one, four or six games, something like that. So that is going to wrap it up for my top 24 rankings. If you haven't seen the running backs, go check that out. And then I'll be going through my top 15 quarterbacks and tight ends over the next two days. So look out for all of that. As always, thank you for stopping by and I'll see you guys in the next one.